Hey, Drew Dixon back with you for another Bible Thump. I'm the chief content nerd at Love Thy Nerd, and um, once a week at this uh, Bible Thump, I open up the Bible and try to encourage you. And so I started last week on 1 Peter and asked this question, uh, who are you? And so we looked at how Peter defines us, or defines his audience, which I think refers to, it referred to Christians in Asia Minor at the time, but I think it refers to us too. Uh, we can see ourselves, I think, in the same way that Peter frames this church. Um, and he calls them elect exiles, uh, chosen strangers. It's the idea of, of being chosen by God and yet living in a world that's awaiting redemption, that's not our home, a world that's broken, a world that is not what we're ultimately intended for. And we're going to see that even more clearly in this passage. And that's not to say, by the way, that we're to have this sort of um, like um, lack of care or something for this world because it's not our home, like we don't. In fact, the, the reality that this world is not what it should be should motivate us to invest more deeply in it, to care more deeply about it, and to think more thoughtfully about our place in it. And that's really a lot of what First Peter is about. It's about having this um, re- uh, realization, right, that we are intended to be a part of this world uh, in a very um, intentional way. In fact, the reality of who we are in Christ and the new identity he gives us um, reframes our, our participation here. But this has been a weird time, right, for um, thinking about who we are. Um, in our place in the world, because there's been so much turmoil in our world lately, hasn't there? Um, we think about COVID-19, we think about, um, you know, uh, just um, political unrest in our country. We think about racial unrest in our country. We think about all of the tensions that have erupted because of violence um, towards towards people of a certain color in our country. Uh, we think about all these types. We think about now this whole uh, crisis in Ukraine and um, like war infecting our world in, in a really profound way. Um, all these things can cause us to worry about our place in the world, who we are and, and what, what we're to do, because it can feel like there's not much we can do, right? It can feel like there's not much we can do to respond to some of these really um, gnarly threats that are all around us. So... Um, Let's open First Peter and see if we can find some hope. So this is what Peter says in First Peter uh, 1, starting in verse 3, and read to verse 9. Peter writes, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, because of his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. You are being guarded by God's power through faith for a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. You rejoice in this even though now for a short time, if necessary, you suffer grief in various trials, so that the proven character of your faith, more valuable than gold, which though perishable is refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him, and though now seeing not seeing him now, you believe in him, and you rejoice rejoice with an inexpressible and glorious joy because you were receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So here's the question I want to ask you to consider. Like, How would your life be different if you really believed Peter's description of followers of Jesus in this passage? How would your perspective be different? How would your perspective on things like what's going on in Russia and Ukraine um, 
be different? How would your experience of COVID-19 be different? How would your experience of going to a job that's frustrating be different? How would your experience of, of doing life in a community that feels um, difficult right now be different? How would your experience um, with parents who are suffering, um, growing older, getting um, sick, um, how would those things be different if you believed what Peter says about you? So let's unpack a little bit about what Peter says about us here. First of all, Peter's worshiping the Lord here. He says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's praising God because of God's great mercy that's been given to us through Jesus Christ. And he talks about, he says, we've received this new birth into a living hope. So he says, we've been born again. We have a living hope that is sealed, that is secured for us through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So he's saying, just as Jesus rose from the dead, so you will rise from the dead. Um, he's talking about eternal life in a very physical way, like a physical future resurrection from the dead. Into an inheritance, so he says, we, we have an inheritance just as Christ does that is imperishable, undefiled. Uh, imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. No one can do anything about it. It's being guarded, and it's being guarded for a salvation by God's power through faith for salvation that's ready be, to be revealed in the last time. So we have a future salvation when Christ returns. He's going to seal and secure and finalize our salvation, the salvation of everyone who trusts Jesus. And he says, you rejoice in this, because even though now, because here's the experience of Peter's readers right now, it's suffering. It's persecution. It's being looked down upon. It's being um, thought to be, at least thought to be silly and misinformed, and at worst, being ostracized and kept um, like marginalized. Christians at this time are being marginalized. We're being pu pushed to the margins as crazy, as weird, as, um, you know, not acceptable members of society. And he says, yeah, that's your experience now, but guess what God's doing in the midst of this? He's guarding you, he's keeping you for an imperishable, undefiled, unfading inheritance that nobody can do anything about or take away from you, right? So he says, rejoice in this, because even now, while you're suffering, what God's doing behind the scenes is he's using that suffering to make your faith deeper, stronger, more lasting. It's like gold being purified in a furnace. Gold's heated up really, really, really hot so that the impurities can be filtered out, so that we can see those impurities and bring them out. And that's what um, Peter's not saying that suffering and trials are a good thing by any means. We can all say suffering and trials like this junk in Ukraine, COVID-19, all these things are bad. They're not things that we look at and say, oh yeah, that's wonderful, Let's see how God's refining our faith. But what we can say is even though those things are bad, God can work, can, can and does work good out of them. And, um, and that's our hope in this passage, is that God can and will work good out of them. Um, so, let's look um, at, at another way that he does that. So, so even though um, we're facing various trials, the result is that the proven character of our faith is, um, is, is refined, it's made stronger, it's made deeper. And so though we've not seen him now, we've not seen Jesus now, we love him. And though not seeing him now, we believe in him. And, you, and we rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy because we've, we're receiving the goal of our faith, the salvation of our souls. So even though things are gnarly now, 
we have this promise that God is refining our faith. He's giving us a deeper affection for Jesus. He's giving us a deeper purpose and goal in this world, which goes beyond our current experience, right? That we're working towards a kingdom that Christ is going to establish when he comes, and he's going to renew everything. He's going to make all things new. And so how will we participate in that kingdom now? But do you see how um, this perspective on who we really are, born again, uh, having a living hope, being promised this imperishable inheritance, how those things help us press through to continue doing good, to continue living for the kingdom, to continue participating in the kingdom, and doing those things which would honor Jesus, um, we, we need to keep that end in mind. That the suffering we're currently experiencing is not the end of the story. It's not the final, uh, it's not the final chapter. Um, it is part of this journey towards this inheritance, towards this final day of salvation. Um, so, Christian, follower of Jesus, you have a living hope that cannot be taken away. It is imperishable, it's undefiled. You have been born again, you have a living hope. Ask yourself this question today, what would it look like for me to live today with this kind of hope? What would it look like? How would your perspective be different? I'm not saying all your problems would go away, but your perspective could be different, couldn't it? And when we have a different perspective, um, God can give us joy. God can use us. God will use us more thoroughly, more deeply uh, to impact for the world, for his kingdom, as we wait for the day when Jesus comes back to make all things new. Thanks for your time. I'll see you again next week. Thank you.